Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged. I'm Tammy. I'm Michelle. I'm Gracie. And a hug is a gesture intended to convey a sense of care and support, safety, intimacy, and affection. And even though we can't wrap our arms around you, we want you to consider yourself hugged. Hey friend. Yep, it's Tammy again. You're noticing, I hope, a better sound quality because I am back from the two-week road trip. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's because you haven't listened to parts one and two of your mental health quotient. So um, I was about to promise you, you wouldn't hear voiceovers again because we would be more organized if we were going to do a part two and three, but we know that's probably not going to happen because we do like to be just a little bit flexible. So this is part three. Be sure to go back and listen to parts one and two. Part one is where you can actually learn about the mental health quotient survey and how to access it. And then part two, we go over two of the six components, um, social self and mood and outlook. And then today in part three, we're going to go through the other four and just give final tips. So it will jump right in without much of an intro, but here we go. Okay. So now let's talk about, we've done our first three, right? Yes. We finished with social self. So now let's go on to, no, that was only the two. So we're on the third one, driving motivation. So this represents your ability to achieve your desired goals and to initiate, persevere, and complete activities in your daily life. It is associated with interest, curiosity, motivation, and is also related to your overall energy level. Distress forms of drive-in motivation include severe addictions, which cause harm, or extreme withdrawal from activities or social interaction. So who's who's talking? Why don't you go first? Oh, me? Okay, yeah, your turn. This, even though, you know, none of my scores were super high, but, you know, I think it's just because I'm kind of really working through some things right now, but this one was a hundred. And I feel like on this one, I've always been pretty In fact, I was really surprised that it wasn't higher than 100 because I feel like that's one thing that I do pretty well is I am curious and motivated and I, I do things and I think my energy level is okay. Um, so I can't really pinpoint why. In fact, I looked at it and I was trying to think in circle and it's probably more related to just a little bit of that, maybe activities in daily life. Cause there are some days when I'm just a little bit blah, you know? And so it's probably the answer to those questions, but there really wasn't a lot in this category that just really spoke to me or made me think, Oh, that's, that makes sense. There just, there just wasn't a bunch for me in this one. How about y'all? Well, for me, this really excited that my score really, really excited me. What was your score? My score is 127. Okay. And the reason I'm excited about it is because I know what I need to do to get this way, way, way up higher. I know. Say it. (laughs) So with the career change and everything else like that, I'm in charge now. Wait, I didn't didn't hear that. Say that again. So with my career change, I'm in charge. I'm in charge of a team. I'm in charge of it. I'm not boots on the ground out there interacting, connecting, da, 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 da. That's what I love, right? That's because it gives me the warm fuzzies and the energy. And I, and I love what I do because of the impact. Mm-hmm. 
but it's not, I mean, I'm sitting in front of an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. so um, we've actually, we, on our team, I, I we hired somebody, they're starting in a couple of weeks and we're actually redesigning job descriptions. And my whole team, bless me, like, Grace, you need to speak more. We need to Aww. get you more the client consults because they know me, you know, and, and I know myself. So like I said, when I saw that, so I'm like, 127, that's not bad. And oh, it's about to get better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, you know, if those listening to you don't, you're like, Gracie's department is a training related department. Yep. So, but she's not doing much of the training. She's I'm managing just, it. Right. You're managing it. And yeah. So that's very exciting. You didn't tell me that. So. Yep. 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 We're, I mean, we're I actually were... rewriting the job descriptions on Friday. So I'm super pumped about that. Yeah. Keep us posted. I will. Yay. Michelle, what about yours? Um, this one was 144 and um, there wasn't a whole lot, like what you'd said, there wasn't a whole lot that really stood out. I think that, um, I mean, you and I, we talk a lot about different things and things we want to do and try and projects. And um, so I think, again, kind of like I was saying, thanks to to my mom, motivation has always been yeah. Yeah. You know, if there's one thing that I wish on this assessment that it, that we could see the questions, like go oh. back because I don't, yeah. I don't remember, you know, I guess I could have, if I had thought about it right away, but I didn't, I didn't really look at it and process it till a couple of days later. And I just don't remember because I'm, you're right. I mean, you know, Gracie and I have done a, a little project together and you and I have done some things together and I'm always excited to do those. So I'm just not quite sure. Um, but this, this article, and I think that's why, you know, like category one, like your mood and outlook just underpins so much. And some of these others may not, but, but it may be a big deal for you. You know, you're listening. It's, it's also interconnected. If you had asked me a month ago or two months ago when I wasn't working out because I had a period when I didn't, my energy would have been way low. Hmm. And so like there's, everything is connected. So I think that motivation may have been high, but my energy would have been low, but now it's kind of back up just based on the time I'm taking this and, and what else I'm doing. So like all of those things factor in. You know, you just reminded me too, when you said, depending on when you take it, I don't remember if this was, did you all remember seeing the question when you signed up for the email? Like, do you want to be reminded to take it yearly? Yes. Oh, yeah. And I checked that. So yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take it. So the, there was only really a couple of little pieces, well, there were three, four, actually four. Um, one was if you're struggling, it may help to determine what's happening and how you can get support or help for yourself. So as before, like reaching out, um, number two, taking care of other areas of well-being can help you with your drive and motivation. So maybe that it's another area that's bringing that down for you. Um, number three, um, this is really important. Not a lot of time to go into it, but most specialists agree that we need both intrinsic and yep. extrinsic motivation to be successful in our life goals. Although some believe intrinsic motivations are what last. And that just means if you're not familiar with that, things that motivate you from the outside, like money and kudos versus things that motivate you 
internally. Okay. Just like how it feels to do a good job. And then, so there, that's a whole nother topic, but look into that. And number four, um, this was interesting. If you want to increase your intrinsic motivation, you know, like the, the feeling you have inside for tasks that you find boring, you might consider tying in short-term, less desirable tasks to a long-term goal. For example, showing up to work daily in a job that you don't want may help you to get a good recommendation down the road for a better one. So when you're bored or discouraged, grab onto that, you know, find something smaller that you can grab onto. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, like rewriting your job description. Right, Gracie? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So are we ready for number four? I'll take four. that. Yes. Um, your cognition quotient. I was a little disappointed on this score too, but we'll talk about that some other time. All right. So your cognition quotient, this represents the health of your cognitive skills, your thought skills, which allow you to function on a moment to moment basis, make sense of complex sets of events and situations and display a longer term perspective in your thoughts and behavior. It includes brain functions like attention, memory, decision-making, learning, self-control. Distressed aspects of cognition include severe or extreme forms of mental confusion, obsessive thoughts, sensory sensitivity, boy, that was hard to say, extreme risk-taking, compulsive behaviors, psychoses, and hallucinations. So talk for Michelle, you want to talk first on this one? What was your score? Uh, this was my highest. It was 154. Okay. And I, I don't remember a lot of the questions from like what you were saying about the last one. I don't really remember a, a whole lot of the questions. I do think um just am confident in like looking at information and making decisions. I think that's what a lot of us do um day-to-day work-wise. Mm. And um I and I think you would probably agree having known me so long I'm not exactly impulsive <laughs> no no I am you are not <laughs> Gracie might be a little bit more you know body language Tammy <laughs> what was that what was <laughs> your body language when you said no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure I could probably be a little more impulsive I think mm -hmm. you know so like I think I'm pretty confident that I think things through all aspects mm -hmm. of it and so other than that like I said do you guys remember the questions I don't really remember like what else fell in this category I don't to me, a lot of the questions could be applied to a bunch of the different categories so I'm not sure which ones true. were specifically that's true we may not have known just because we remember that yeah yeah you're yeah. right you're right um Okay, Gracie, what about you? I was actually surprised this one was so high, to be honest, 123. And that's because my short-term stuff is shot. I mean, I'll talk to somebody about something in 15 minutes later. And again, ADHD type of stuff, but it's been with pandemic stuff and it's been, that's pretty consistent right here across the board. But I like how they did that. They were talking about like the brain functioning but also more the complex stuff. So one thing that I really like about myself, and I think this is where this my score was higher than I expected, is I see big picture. So I see yeah. if I do this, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to impact these six things down the road that I've learned over the years. Not everybody can do 
That's just not how their brains work. And that hasn't been, as a matter of fact, the job that I have now sitting in the spreadsheet and doing all the managing and all that other stuff has actually enhanced that a little bit. Ooh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. Because I'm not just not, okay, tell me where I'm going to be when I'm going to be talking about. It's like, okay, who's involved? Who's the best match? How do we arrange it on the schedule? Well, I mean, all the 15 things. And if this changes, what else does it change? Mm-hmm. Which I never had to really think about before. So I actually think that that, like I said, that's what brought my score up higher than I thought. And I've always been a big picture type of person being able to see that, but my experience over the last couple of years has really enhanced that. So I get to be grateful for that. Yeah. So this thing you didn't really want to do, but it's really grown you and your, your cognitive abilities. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, mine was 102. I'm just feeling like, I don't know. Um, Mine was one of two. I just don't, you know, I mean, I do, I think maybe one of the things I did circle, you know, we may have talked about this a little bit is I, I didn't realize until probably a couple months ago that I've been having some like obsessive thoughts, um, a little bit, you know, just some, some different things that I've been doing that I didn't realize. And so that's probably related to that somehow that I'm, not bad obsessive thoughts, by the way, I'm not, but just, you know, just a lot of, of different little, little things that I'm doing. Um, just my brain has been very active. And so that's probably why. Um, but I, I do like, you know, that the articles that came, there was hard, there was not a lot really to print out. There's only the one article one thing it did talk about that I think is really important is there can be multiple causes of poor cognition. So, you know, really need to be sure of that. So it could be underlying health issues, mental health issues, brain injuries, medication, underlying genetic conditions, but then it went to aging adults. And so I'm thinking maybe that's why my cognition quotient was lower. I don't know, but the whole rest, the whole rest of the time talked about how to keep yourself sharp is your aging. So so one of the things I was thinking is, as we were talking is I can remember a time not too long ago, maybe four or five years where there was a whole lot of, and I know you don't like this word, but a whole lot of stress. I had a whole okay. lot going on and I can remember being in a store and they wanted me to sign up for some sort of like store card to get discounts. And I said, okay. And they asked me my address and I could not remember it. Yeah. And like that can happen. Like when I am under like huge amounts of stress. Um, and so I feel like that's related too. I mean, like, it it is, I mean, I think you're right. And, and I think for me anyway, with these scores, cause it has been hard, you know, when I took this and looked at the scores, I was like, oh my gosh, but I'm okay with it because I know that's exactly why I'm back in counseling you know, the medication, all the things I need to do to take care of myself. And so I think that, um, I think that, I think that you bringing that up is really important for, for me anyway, in this score, there's just a lot of things going on in my head and my world. Um, but it's okay. Cause I'm retaking this sucker in like six months. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not going to wait the year. <laughs> do what? You're not even going to wait the whole year. You're gonna I'm not going to wait the whole year, six months. I'm taking this sucker again. All right. We got two more. Are you ready, girls? Ready. All right. Uh, the fifth one, your adaptability and resilience. So let's read what that is all about. Um, 
This represents your ability to shift your behavior, be, behavior, your behavior, and your outlook in response to changing circumstances and cope with challenges and setbacks that you encounter. It includes factors like adaptability, creativity, problem solving, learning, and emotional resilience. Your adaptability and res resilience are important for your mental well-being as they underpin how you deal with and recover from the natural ups and downs of life, as well as more significant adverse events. Distress forms of adaptability and resilience include inflexibility, withdrawal, and confused thinking. You want me to go first on this one? Yes. Mine was 100. And... You know, that's, that was another one that was, I was a little surprising again. Um, so it's amazing to me. I want to know more about this assessment because I can see it, but I'm like, how are we teasing these things out? Um, and I think the emotional resilience has been a factor, um, but that adaptability, creativity and problem solving. In fact, my son, my oldest son said to me and Tim a few months ago, he's like, you're the most resilient people that I know. I mean, we've, we've changed careers. We've moved across the country. We moved back across the country. I don't mind change. I feel like, you know, I'm pretty good at, at bouncing back. So I'm, I'm going to try to keep doing those things, you know, just keep being open to change, keep being creative and get that score up too. What about you, Gracie? So mine was 113 okay. and this pointed out something that I've, I've actually been thinking about for a while is that I like to think I'm very adaptive, but I'm adaptive within a structure. Mm. So I'm the person that loves having the same schedule every single day. I'm the person that loves having the same, every Monday you have the same meal. Fantastic. I'm the person <laughs> that loves if something's going on, this is the process. This is how we do things. And if something doesn't work, I'm great about flexing and coming up with it. But I love that structure. And wouldn't you know, the stuff that's been going on over the last few years. Yeah. Right. Right. No it's structure. disrupted your structure. It did. And then I think about it and, you know, I really haven't had structure in my life for probably the last 20 years. You know, every, every week was different with your, your husband and your, with every, right. So with my husband being gone half the year and, and going to different places, every, every baseball season, right. We don't know where he's going to be going, having kids, mm -hmm. right? where's the structure in there, all my jobs, you know, with everything else like that, um, with all my, my social interactions, you know, it's kind of like, you know, how many people have moved or, you know, whatever. And so it's like, okay. So I, I am adaptable. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm good at that as long as I have that external stuff. So this is something that, I mean, I can't change that. I can't change life. Right. Know, it's gonna, but there are some things that I can do to create that structure. And I think the awareness is going to be a nice little tool oh, that's good. and factor for me. Yeah. That's a really good insight. That's mm -hmm. a really good insight. What about you, Michelle? Um, my score on this one was 147, um, and I think that um, that kind of, as I was saying before, that came with a lot of work because I have not always loved change. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, wanted the security 
most of my life of knowing what Structure. something you're right knowing what somebody th something's going to look like I think that um it's really just been in the last few years where I'm just like well that's not that you know not that serious we're, we're just going to go with it I mean so I think that um it's higher now but definitely would have been lower probably even 10 years ago you know what I love about hearing both of you is you're talking about first of all, insights into things that you can do, um, but also the work that you've done, you know, which is really interesting to see. And also trying to figure out which parts you want to work on, you know, trying to figure that out. Is this important to me? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's brilliant. Now, this was interesting because within the, um, the Sapien Lab site, in this uh, mental log, there were no articles about resilience, which I thought was really, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I went to the Mayo Clinic and looked at some ideas from resilience and, or I looked at several places, but I thought these were really good. A couple of things it said is when you, when you have resilience, you harness your inner strength. I thought that was really good. And resilience won't make your problems go away, but it can give you the ability to see past them. So yeah. it, it gave a few suggestions here that keep coming back over and over again in all these categories, get connected and build strong relationships. I mean, which category has that not been one for, right? Yeah. It's so important. Um, hey, Tammy, in the notes, do you want to go ahead and put the link to the resilience toolkit? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I so forgot some of those things are available outside of yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so thank you. If you're listening. You will have a toolkit that we will put in there. Um, oh man, why didn't I think of that before? Um, make every day meaningful. Do something every day that gives you a sense of accomplishment. Um, wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Do something when. Do something that gives you a sense of accomplishment every day. Every, every, every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I saw that. It took me a minute though. I'm kind of slow. Um, <laughs> you caught me off track. Oh, learn from experience, which I just did. Um, <laughs> remain hopeful. Take care of yourself and be proactive. And, and by the way, I'm reading these, but there's like stuff that goes along with every single one of them. So y'all are going to have so much material by we get, by the time we get finished with this. All right. You ready for the last one? Yes. yes. Yeah. This is definitely going to be a three-parter. Um, okay. So our last category is mind body quotient. So your mind-body connection is important to your mental health because your mind and body are a combined unit where disturbances to your physical health can impact your mental health and vice versa. It includes functions like sleep, appetite, coordination, which all that was interesting, sexual satisfaction, and fatigue. Distressed forms of mind-body balance can include insomnia, chronic pain, severe pain, as well as propensity for infection or frequent physical symptoms like digestive issues with no obvious physical cause. So Gracie, I feel like you should go first on this because yeah. negative you know, six. Yeah. So yeah. say what it is again. 
Negative six. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, because I have autoimmune stuff, I've had chronic pain since I was 12 or 13. Wow. That's young. Yeah. Um, it's just genetic. It, yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering if I've never, and you know, I've gone to so many doctors and, you know, and this is back in the early eighties, you mm -hmm. know, so, um, and being female and all that other stuff, yeah, we've never, we've never gotten a formal diet. And I gave up like 30 years ago of actually trying to get a formal diagnosis. I wonder how much of, and again, this is why I teach my body stuff. I wonder how much of this resulting in my negative six is not just the, my current lifestyle, which I, I have an idea of what I need to improve upon, yeah. but how much of it is, I just ignore it because it's not going to go away. It just is. And not just the pain, but any sort of discomfort, any sort of fatigue, any sort of, oh, are you saying you ignore all your symptoms for all these years because it's become normal to you? Right. Yeah. I mean, I've had these symptoms for over 40 years. So when's the last time you actually got something specific actually checked out? About, I want to say six months ago. And I don't even remember. Well, I've been to the uh, emergency department three times in the last year. I mean, for legitimate stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been to the urgent care probably a dozen times in the last five years, which again, that's more than ever, you know, my whole life. But one time about six months ago, I was at the urgent care and um, the doctor was talking to me about, she thinks I have pernicious anemia, which I'm like, but maybe I actually have a diagnosis. This would explain a whole lot. And so I'm in the process of finding a new provider and you know, switching insurance companies and all that other fun stuff of actually getting labs. Cause that's the other thing too, is that for a lot of my symptoms that it might be, the testing has gotten a lot more sensitive over the last few right. decades. Right. And they're starting to listen to women more and not just discount what we're saying. And I'm going in with some knowledge, which I didn't have before. I would just go in saying, you know, I, I have, you know, migraines four times a week, you know? So I think all those combination of factors. So yes. Yeah, so I've started the process a few months ago. I just need to, to follow it up. And in between focusing, I know what I need to do. I need to get on that, that structured schedule where I go to bed at the same time and wake up and make sure I incorporate exercise to actually get a diagnosis of what's going on with my body. So maybe I can do something about it. What a concept. We should all come up with some things that we want to do based on this and try to encourage one another. You know, I'm a good nag. I'm a great nag. I can Are you a great nag. Okay. All right. Well, you'll keep us posted and I think we're going to need to nag you a little bit to make sure. It sounds like you're already on the, on the right. You're trying and working on it. Um, and to be completely transparent, I know all the things I, I need to do. I have a plan for it. And the minute something else comes up, all those plans go by the wayside. And all of a sudden it's another six weeks where I haven't gone for a walk. We're going to so, work on that. Even if it's you. just two minutes, start with two minutes. Right. I mean, literally just two minutes. Exactly. So All thank right. you. I when I go that. for my walk with Charlie during the day, I will text you and say, go for a walk. Nice. Yes. Yes. Michelle, what about you? 
Uh, so my score was 149. And again, can I would say like if I'd taken this a couple of months ago, it would have been lower. Um, I have a, I mean, I'm definitely aware of the mind-body connection when it comes to whether I'm doing things to take care of myself that are good for me and when I'm not. I definitely have had to um, learn over the last couple of years that busyness can be a huge distraction for me. And so like having to take time throughout the day, even sometimes to think, okay, how am I feeling right now? Like, what do I need right now? Do I need a minute? Do I um, yeah. Yeah. You know, need to breathe? Do I need to change? You know, sometimes you can change how, you know, tense your neck feels just by changing your position in your seat or getting up and walking around. So just trying to be more intentional about that. And you're tuned to your body and you've been, you've been doing CrossFit and running and all kinds of things for a number of years. Yes. I think that it's, it's like though, I think bigger picture I, I think that even with that you have to pay attention to what your body's telling you right and but just yeah don't you think that was the beginning though of you sort of learning more about oh definitely yeah your it, body it and, and it's I learned that for like tension stress for me that exercise is huge and for mood and so exercise you know they tell you it's good for mood some people it's more helpful than others and for me I know it's very helpful and so, I mean, just like Gracie was saying, I know the things to do. I don't always stay on it. And so I have to, it's a real battle, like, you know, motivation, busyness, <laughs> mind, body connection, you know, you got those it. two things that are like battling against one another sometimes. All and so just kind of trying to stay in tune with that in and healthier eating, like, again, like. I have to be pretty intentional about sugar and like my sugar intake. Like I could honestly go all day and just eat stuff with sugar in it. Like that. Yeah. And so I have to be real intentional about that and, and not, and paying attention. And sleep too. Sleep too. Sleep is important. Well, mine was, um, 105 and, um, you know, I do, there are things I do really well. I do walk multiple times every day um and when I do I'm either if I have an event I might be running through that and I come up with these great ideas I might be listening to a book listening to a podcast in the morning you know I get up really early so I usually take Charlie for a walk around 6 15 or 6 30 for 30 30 40 minutes and then later in the day I'll do another 15 or 20 or and I look forward to that time or sometimes it's five minutes but it it regenerates it just refreshes me it invigorates me I do need to do better on uh, and I don't know about y'all but I really do um I have good spells and bad spells when it comes to eating. You know, I'll have really good times where I'm eating a ton of vegetables and fruit. And then I'm like having fast food a couple of times a week or whatever. But I, but I do try. Um, I do try. I try. You want me to read some of these things in here Please. on the mind body connection? Let's see. Um, some of the things that we haven't talked about. Um, a therapy to help change the thinking patterns that might be affecting your mind body connection increasing exercise can be effective for alleviating depression for some people 
Okay, so I, I really like that it just says some people. Um, one of the things it set talks about is the physical benefits can actually improve our nerve cell connections and make your brain work better. Uh, the benefits of mindfulness and um, being mindful can improve your mind-body connection. Um, but again, when it comes to, especially with your mind-body, make sure that like Gracie was talking about, you go get those things checked out and don't just assume that it's just in your mind. Oh, don't forget yoga. Like I, I love yep. yoga. I don't make time for it, but it's pretty great at like mind body connection. I should make time for it, but I don't, but it's great. Do are you not familiar? About doing that? Well, have you, are you familiar with yoga by Adrian? No. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, what is, what is it? She has a YouTube channel. She is fantastic. And she's down in like the Houston area, I think. And I actually, I did a training for a company that's down in Houston. I was mentioning her and they're like, oh yeah, we go to her studio all the time. I'm like, oh, I am so jealous. She is so good. And one of the things I love is in January, she has a 30 day program where she addresses different things from a different perspective. But it's, I mean, it's all yoga, but yoga by Adrian. Yeah. It's real, she's really good. Correct. Will you get yes. the link and yep. send it, yep. send it in the show notes. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Did you think that was fun? Of course. Yes. I thought that was fun. Um, can y'all think of anything else that we didn't, you know, we went through the assessment we talked about each category and the scores and what it meant and some advice and what else you got? I think this is a lot. I think this is enough for right now. <laughs> you probably need to go rest you need to go well, i don't i just i'm just thinking of all the people watching i'm yes. like how much more can we give you i i think it's all i just i want to make sure i ask and okay well then we'll just end it up and say like we always do you know um like download follow subscribe wherever you get your podcasts invite your friends to listen we appreciate you so much that you i mean honor us with your time and remember the mental health resources that are in the show notes. So if you need help, reach out, call so many numbers, both in the YouTube um, link and in the show notes that you can access there. It's, it's all in there. If you're a woman and you're not part of our Facebook group, then join that. The link for that is in the show notes. Our bios are in the show notes. If you want to get in touch with any of us. And I think that's it. So let's do it. Somebody else start it. I can't. Okay. All right, I'll do it. And until we're together next time, can consider, consider yourself, yourself. Oh, <laughs>